0: Talmidim, page and Aleph. We started the third mimer, the mimer that's called Ktsas Minyanis Shabbos Kedush. It's an introduction to the whole union of Malchus and Shabbos, and as I said last time, we have this Chuz to to get a little bit of a taste of the tzaddik Shabbos and what that means. The Rebbe begins by explaining. Chazal Chazal tell us that there's a there's a Zohar aspect of Shabbos and there's a Shomer of Shabbos and that and that the Zohar of Shabbos which is Bephichah which means physically <coughs> Kiddush and and so on is much easier than the Shmiras Shabbos, which Chazal tell us that Shomer is Belief. Shomer is in the heart, <coughs> and and the Rebbe, we were just learning last time how the Rebbe was saying that um, to understand why is it that already in his generation there was so much Chil Shabbos. <coughs> where did that Where did that begin? It was once upon a time that that it was come up unheard of that a Jew should be Mahal Shabbos that a Jew shouldn't keep Shabbos how could that be? Everybody, everybody kept Shabbos it was taken for granted that a Jew is uh, the definition of a Jew a Jew is somebody who's Shabbos a Jew is a person who keeps Shabbos how did that kilkel begin? So the Rebbe was explaining that the beginning of the kilkel was the loss or the weakening of that Shoma Balev Shoma Balev means even though even though there was a physical observance of Hilcha's Shabbos, there was this mistaken understanding, this thought, that the Baruch Shalom gave us Shabbos as a day of Menuhah according to our understanding of what Menuhah consists of, of what rest means, of what it means to rest. This is still a common misconception in the world. When you talk to somebody that's not that's not observant, <clears throat> and even if you, even even the way that people keep Shabbos, or officially, uh, you know, on board and part of the Shemir Shabbos uh, Shemir Shabbos society, the, there's this feeling that that the Rebbeinu gave that the gave Menucha Shabbos completely lit Taivasi. From what I consider to be my menuchah Shabbos, obviously the Rabbi says that for a person with that way of looking at Shabbos, if he has to work, if he stays in the store, he has a few more customers on Friday, or at the, if he has, if he can get to work a little bit earlier must have Shabbos to get a few more customers. So that's also the taw, So that's certainly that I, that's certainly part of my my taw, What's good for me and what's my menuchah and what I enjoy and what makes me feel good and so on and, uh, and and since and since the person's understanding of Shabbos is Einik Shabbos, enjoying and eating and being with the family and so on and so forth <coughs> and that's his whole hasog of what Shabbos is so then he also enjoys going to the park and he enjoys going to the park so there's also a ball game and he enjoys the ball game so they charge money for the ticket v'kul <laughs> But there's all the tavasi. I the fact that the Torah says mechalala right? That's what the said. That the Torah says if you Mechal shabbos, you'll be put to death. And even now, even though we, we can't do that, but chil shabbos is something which is worthy of mechalala amayis of a person being put to death So it doesn't make sense to tell a person either you enjoy yourself or I'm going to kill you. <coughs> it's absurd. There's something else. Obviously, it's how the Rishon defines manucha and what and what is the meaning of shmirah? What is the meaning of shmir beleiv? What is that shmir beleiv? That's what we're going to be talking about, which to a large extent is missing. There's the Zohar beper. Every everybody's making kiddush nowadays. A lot of Jews that are not, but but, but even among those Jews who are keeping Shabbos, so there's there's the uh, there's the zocher beper. There is the remembering of Shabbos with the mouth, and the and the the lifeless, empty, you know, uh, recitation of all kinds of special, all kinds of special tefillas, Kiddush and Havdalah and, and Shul is longer and so on. But the Shomer B'Lev But what does that mean, the Shomer B'Lev? What's the heart of Shabbos? And how does one guard Shabbos and keep Shabbos in one's heart? So at the bottom of page Shalom and Aleph. So we're going to have to learn on a deeper level what Shabbos is and what Malchus is. The terrorist says the reason for Shabbos. It says that on Shabbos Baruch who stopped all the work that he was that he was doing. Hashem is Baruch Shomer the Gemata Shoymez Hashabbos. Hashem. Guarded, Hashem kept that Shabbos, that first Shabbos, and even now Hashem, Hashem keeps Shabbos. The I say. And Shabbos is we know from many places in Chazal that Shabbos is being kept. Shabbos is being kept also by the neshamahs in the higher in the higher elements, in the higher world. Shabbos is being kept there also and together with Hashem and together with all the Malachim and all the Neshamas in Israel down here in this world we also keep Shabbos Shabbos is the pleasure and the delight as I says of, those, of all of those above and all of those below it's not just something which is happening down here it's the Elohim it's the, the joy and the delight of above and below, of all those who dwell above and all those who, who dwell below. HaShabbaz, Noyam HaNeshamaz, this is from Ko'ech Saif, from the Zmiras, from the Baron Kalina. Shabbos is the Noyam Hanishamas. it's the pleasure and the delight of all souls, not only the souls of the living, but it's Noyam HaNeshamaz, Shri Einig HaRuchais, the Eidan ha And the seventh day is the oinag, is the pleasure of the Ruchais and the Eden of the Nefashis. Also to delight in Hashem's love, the love of Hashem and the and the awe and the fear of Hashem. The taqlis is that a Jew who keeps Shabbos, a Jew who shrems Shabbos, because Hashem hears his soul on naf sheiruach in the Right? Shabbos is noyim haneshamas, einig haruachas, eden hanefashas. The person who shaves Shabbos, naf sheiruach in the Shemassai, nefesh ruach and the Shem and the have an opportunity to enter into Gan Eden. The yachad in the nefashas are toheres b'marim, and this journey into. This journey of the Nefesh Ruach and Neshama. Beguf, we're sitting in our homes, we're sitting in Shul. But the Nefesh Ruach and Neshama is given an opportunity to enter into Ganeidon together with all the nefesh shatayiz b'mar. Together with all the pure souls. In Shemayim. G'nishma sa tzaddikim shah. For the Neshama the tzaddikim. Bor ha mis'ad and the delight in the in the light of Gan Eden, our nefesh and neshama And the shining light of that love and that fear, the neshama's delight. <clears throat> Obviously, a person is going to have to. which We were learning in the last maimer, a person is going to have to try to be megala his nefesh ruach and neshama to reveal to himself his nefesh and nisham, the different methods that we've been learning about in all of the Rebbe's farm and which he talks about especially in Achshara Savreichim, had to be Megala ones nefesh and nisham, that's what we're talking about a person who's Megala ones nefesh and nisham, who doesn't only live the life of the guf a person who only lives the life of a goof. Who lives a physical life, so, so Shabbos, Shabbos, is different because he has he has better food and he has time to rest. And from there, the mistake, of course, could begin that Shabbos was just meant as a means of my goof of my body, having some having some rest and pleasure. A person, a person who's in touch with his nefesh neshama, who is revealing in his life, in his avodah during the six days of the week through learning but particularly through tefillah through davening is Nefesh Ruch Neshama so when it comes to Shabbos 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 is unbelievable because his Nefesh Ruch and Neshama are, are given a ticket into Gan Eden which they don't have the entire week they don't have the entire week they can't the, the, the Nefesh Ruch and Neshama are prevented from reaching a certain place in Gan Eden within the Neshama of the Tzaddikim so on Shabbos on Shabbos they're allowed into that place so this is a time of an unbelievable opportunity for the Nishamas. It's brought down in the slonimus form from the, I think from it could be from the altar, from slonimus. The Yisrael right, maybe it was in the Lachvitch. That the tzaddikim say that a person, that a person who didn't have einik shabbos in this world, while he was in this world, when he's in the next world, he's he's going to, even if he's a, even. The slonimus said even if he's a tzaddik. In other words, even if he's a tzaddik, he didn't do any various He did a life filled with mitzvahs, but he didn't have an einik. He didn't have an Oynik Shabbos. He didn't come to that place of Neveshuch Neshama. So even in the next world, which is Yerim Shekula Shabbos, even in Elam Haba, he's going to get a wonderful, wonderful place in Elam Haba because he's, a, because he's a, a tzaddik. He did everything right. He didn't make any... He's terrific. So they're going to give him a good spot in Elam Haba. But the tzaddik said he's going to sit like a stick chalz, like a piece of wood. As they said, the eights, like a piece of wood. The same way that here he was like a spectator, even though he did all the mitzvahs and he didn't do avayas, but he didn't engage his nefesh neshama. which particularly in Shabbos, which is a pachin of elam haba in this world. Shabbos is a Shabbos is a little bit of elam haba in this world. Me'ain elam haba in this world. So when he comes to the next world, he's gonna be. In a, he'll, he'll be in a in a place. And and the same way he was looking at the at the watch and looking at the clock to see when is davening over here, and when is he when is he potter and when, you know and when is it when can he go to bed and when can he so he'll be sitting in lailum haba also looking at his watch and waiting. It's not going to be. It's, he says like a piece of wood. That, that was his words, like a piece of wood, even in lailum haba. Ones <clears> the <throat> was saying that ones. Efforts that are made in this world To be Megal the nefesh, Particularly with the Shabbos is, That effort Bears complete, total, unbelievable fruit In, in the Olam HaNeshama In the world of the Neshama Where there Where there he's able to, 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 to Delight In the presence of Hashem Completely But a person who doesn't work on that In this world Even though he might Officially be part of the Zohar uh, Sayyama Shabbos, and even Shomer Shabas. Zohar meaning that he's keeping Shabbos, he observes Shabbos. I once mentioned to you that in one of Rabbi Ashaber's Swarm, there's a beautiful footnote, I believe it, I think it was a footnote, in one of his Swarm about how in America he says you have many Jews that are Shema Shabbos, but you don't have Jews that are Shema Arab Shabbos there's was crying about that he says i don't see jews that are the error of shabbos he says oh, doesn't it mean it means that okay you, you make it back from the train uh, you, you have the right you have the right uh... shabbos clocks and everything is on the clock and everything is set and you have a block and you, you know you do what you're supposed to yeah. But Arab Shabbos, meaning the excitement and the anticipation and living for Shabbos, the way that he saw when he was growing up in Europe, he says he sees Jews in America as Shabbos, but not Arab Shabbos. And that avoid of an Arab Shabbos, Mahachana of an Arab Shabbos, and all that was invested into an Arab Shabbos, and chlal and, and the whole week, and, and so on, and what it meant, Shabbos, so, <coughs> was it was a different Shabbos. And there's a, a different shabbos, and and that's something which is t- to a large extent missing. So he continues. The Rebbe says, <laughs> "So you might think that uh, we're talking about some some uh, some spiritual some some." Um, Sublime spiritual trip that a person takes, and it's just this Einig El Yain, what they call now an out-of-body experience, right? And you might think that's all that it is. Veleyrak Ziv, says it's not. It's not something which is far from this world. This out-of-body experience. It's shall it descends even into this world. And to his body (laughs) This supernal pleasure and delight In Hashem's love And the love and the fear of Hashem Is drawn all the way down into this physical world That even in the food The special food of Shabbos There's a special time of Shabbos That's in the macholim. How careful Jews used to be When it came to the Mahalim of Shabbos That everything should be eaten like covered Shabbos With the right intentions And how careful they were Not to eat Not to eat those things During the week And then that people have already Cholent They begin to fresh on Thursday You know or They have I never had But people tell me That they have Restaurants you can go to They have cholent During the week And it's on the menu And it's all part of the overall You know The overall Fressing of America <clears throat> and I uh, the whole inion of Shabbos that that that, that I, I can't even look at a piece of gefilte fish during the week or to look at a to look at cholent during the week because she used to be years ago that on Sunday if there was leftover fish I couldn't but left over left over cholent on Sunday there was such an inion <clears throat> but but over the years That's also not really shy that the macholm of Shabbos even on the most physical level The Macholim of Shabbos Are, are, are uniquely Shabbos This Shabbos Completely Shabbos <coughs> There's a meaning of to be is to, is, is to taste To taste a little bit That's put down in the post To have a little bit of a taste Of the Shabbos Macholim before But not like it already became America, an American Arab Erev Shabbos Kugel An Arab Shabbos Cholent An Arab Shabbos It means An Erev Shabbos stomach That's all it means Arab <clears throat> Shabbos it's better to be and to, to have as little food as possible so the person should come to Shabbos they should be able to eat the Mahalim of Shabbos with an Ayimic Shabbos but the foods of Shabbos are special Huh? Why do you do it leftovers? Huh? Left no, we give them to the children or something <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's better not to throw it not to have Just, m- my wife has almost perfected over the years this is always a thing that she said she always has left all the children she has left all so she's worked very hard to try to to be Mitt Sumpson that it should be the right amount and to figure out that you know becomes it's not always possible So I mean, it's, it's it's pretty pretty much down to science So
1: the, that's
0: the answer to the question I've been always asking them I don't you know people buy children from these stores yeah. We all know that Sunday night you can't it's not edible. Yeah. Cholent, right. Yeah. So make that, so I'm wondering how can you buy, it, you know, like Thursday and have a good Shabbos? Yeah. So that's maybe that's not nice. uh, yeah. so Shabbos, but it's, it's, not, it's not <laughs> Bader it's not Badarcha The whole the whole <laughs> chain of Cholent <laughs> Cholent Bifne Arts my Cholent this is what I you see, I always look Cholent is a special thing. Cholent is not the chain that cholent has, is is a Shabbos de khan. Afterwards it's a stew. <laughs> it's like, and not only that, it's like a uh, you know. Try to make some chapanash. It's not the Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's 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 chlal. They need a. They, all right, I'm not saying. Obviously, some people they can't. They don't have time. I'm not. That's not to criticize people. Don't have time, but to, to go and to buy challah in a store, it's the whole thing is uh, it's, it's part of it's part of the, my Pesach trilogy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> buying challah in the store is the same innuendos. It's, it's true. It's some uh, you know some guy made challah in the back uh, over there. A oh, kid turned on the stove. We hope. We hope. <laughs> we hope. But uh, but a guy is making chaln so with all the kavanas all of the kavanas of the guy that, that's what he's making the that's the chalm that you're having with all of his kavanas and the kavanas are not lechvai shabbos kodesh <laughs> that's not the kavanas uh, of the guy in the back over there of the store not L'cholid shabbos kodesh is <clears throat> uh, the machalm of shabbos are holy and, and the is that there's a lot written in the Swarm about that. and I'm not going to go into that so much now. But it's the histalus of the of the kedusha from the higher world of <laughs> nefesh u'hanashami into the Machali Shabbos. Macholim shalaylam Hazah tam Shabbos nimshach. There's a tam of Shabbos in the higher world that's nimshach. In the physical palate, we could taste it in our mouths. We could taste the tam Shabbos. It's a different tam. It's a different taste. It's a Shabbos to get, in a very very subtle way. That that higher oinig in the Eden HaNeshamas finds its way into the, into the Chalt, into the Kugel, into the challah, into the fish, and somehow it gets in there. Tavlan Echad Yeshlan of There's a spice It's called Shabbos. There's an ingredient that's called Shabbas. Kol Meshamas HaShabash Moilai. Because I'll tell us about this Tavlan, this spice of Shabbos. If you guard Shabbos, it'll work for you. You'll taste it. You'll know about it. If you're not Shem Shabbos, you can't have an international food tasting contest with Charlotte in it. It's not. It's it's, it's not. It's ain't It just doesn't doesn't do. It doesn't work. <coughs> Forach and Nachna bnei Yisrael lishmas and only and only we bnei Yisrael are lishmas haShabbos to to keep Shabbos. It makes no difference. You could take it. You could take somebody that's not Jewish. And you could dress him up, and you could dress him up like it's Shabbos or for Shabbos, and put him in and take him to to davening and bring him home and sit him by the table but it's not it's not Shabbos Chazal tells us not only can't not only can't a guy experience the time of Shabbos the taste of Shabbos Chazal tells us that a guy that that tries to keep Shabbos completely in the way that it's supposed to be kept is Chay of Chay He, this person that is worthy of being killed Shabbos is Shabbos is very personal. It's very intimate. It's very private between us and Hashem, and you don't step in between. which He brings now here the Medrash, and the Medrash tells us a Marshal for this. You have the king is sitting with the queen together. Imagine the king and the queen Are looking at each other with love And sharing words of love And some guy like walks in between them That's the end For him, right? He walks in between, the king and the queen are sitting there Looking at each other, and talking to each other And some guy is like, you know Some guy says, uh, "Your uncle, and he walks in between The king and the queen Chayv <coughs> Misa The person is Khaiv Misa that's what it means for a guy to keep Shabbos. How dare he step in between the king and the queen. Between <clears> the Baruch and Knesset it's a very private, very intimate thing. When you look at this Chazal, when you look at the madras, you want to understand... Who is the matriner? Who is this queen? Who is this 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 this, 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 this Which the Rebbe is going to explain later on. We're going to get to it not not today, but when he, the way that he the way that he used to say Aisha the Rebbe, we're going to have a little bit of a taste of that eshesh of the Rebbe's yikishkes for all that. Who is the matriner? Who is the queen? Yisraelu Who's it talking about? It's talking about. In the Medrash, the Medrash is telling us about a guy not keeping Shabbos. oi vei, whoever steps between the king, the king we understand is Hashem and the queen is Chaiv Misa, and a guy that tries to keep Shabbos is is, is uh, getting himself involved between the king and the queen. So who's the queen? The king is Kutzabrihu, is Hashem. And the queen is it is it Yisrael, or is it the Shabbos? Was is it Shabbos that the, that the guy is, it's, if you're trying to understand, so maybe it means that the guy is, 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 Shabbos is Hashem Ezbaruch's queen, is the Shabbos Amalka, and the guy is coming in between the king, Hashem Isberuch and Shabbos Kodesh. She's stepping in between. Kimi amat Raina, Yisrola Shabbos. What are Chazal telling us? <laughs> time Tami Yisrael... if you're going to say, that the trainer in this marshal, the queen in the marshal is Yisrael, is the Jewish people. Cain HaShabbos, Shabbos, Nirmas. Then where, does the, where did the Madras tell us about Shabbos? The whole point of the Medrash is to tell us why, what? A guy that keeps Shabbos is Ha'ev Misa. So it could be talking on a Tuesday. If you step between the king and the if you as the queen, so if you step between the king and the queen on a Tuesday, between Hashem and the Jewish people, if a guy comes in, it's, it doesn't have to do Shabbos it has to do with the king and the queen. No? And if the queen's Yisrael so that's on a Tuesday or Wednesday also. here say if you say that Shabbos is the Queen you Yisrael life on Then where, where does that, Then what's it talking about Yisrael? Then I mean, it's the thing that Hashem has with Shabbos. What's it do with, with, with a guy coming here in this world. Whether it's a guy, it's, a, it's between Hashem and Shabbos. And you might think that even if a joy, even if a, even if not forget, even if a Jew goes somehow and it could stare. So where's Yisrael over here? Hey, from Baruch Hu, Then the Medrash is telling us that Hashem sits with Shabbos if it's an intimate thing between Hashem and Shabbos then the same way that a guy can't go over there the Jews shouldn't be able to go there if that's the king and the queen they're also not part of the picture then Yisrael's also not in the picture so who is the Matraina? who is the mysterious Matraina? who is the queen is it is it Yisrael or is it Shabbos Now this is the beginning of understanding. And if one doesn't know this, then one never tasted Shabbos in his life. <speaking> in <Hebrew> the Matroina is both. The Shabbos li Yisrael. Shabbos is Hashem's Kala, is Hashem's Bride, and Yisrael the Jewish people is Hashem's Bride. The l'Shabbos li Yisrael. Yisrael Nikri Knesset Yisrael Malchus Matroini K'noida Harbi M'Zayah kodesh. Everywhere in the Zayah kodesh, Shabbos is Knesset Yisrael I'm sorry That Yisrael was, that The Jewish people are called Knesset Yisrael Which is the Matroina Which is the Queen The Princess, Hashem's Bride The Kala K'noida M'Zayah kodesh, Which is many many times in the Zayah kodesh, Malchus, Shabbos Malchuse that's the meaning of Knesis Knesset Israel is Like I once told you that somebody told me that somebody that I know that, 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 that belongs to some group of, of Jews that that their, that their rabbi told them that when Friday night when you say Eshashal, you have to bring the wife around the table next to the husband, and the husband should say Eshashal to his wife. This, that's what this rabbi told his, uh, his students. <coughs> so. The, that might get him a better Cholent, okay. you know, uh, but that, but that's not what Eishes is, is about. <coughs> it, obviously, Eishes means that it has a shayches, as a, a shayches to the wife, to the women, because Shabbos is a Malka, and the Malka is the feminine aspect of Yisrael and is the feminine aspect of Shabbos, which certainly descends in the most profound way, dafka into the feminine, not dafka, but especially into the into the into the wife, into the women. But to think that this is like some sort of a uh, poem of praise To stand the wife up there And to, and, and, and she smiles while the husband says mm-hmm. That's how they say it They like recite it So that's that's just missing the whole thing That's not what it's talking about That's not why we have Esh That's not why we have Esh Chal in the, in the, as part of our Avodah our Friday night That's not what it is It's about Knesset as Israel That the Jewish people are Hashem's bride and Shabbos is the Kala and Malchus it's all about Malchus that's what the Luchadaydi is all about by Shabbos Kala Shabbos Malkusa it's all about Malchus (coughs) the Jewish people Knesset Yisrael the ingathering of Yisrael is Malchus Maturani Kanoidah Haram Yizar Kodesh and Shabbos is also called Shabbat Yomalchusa Shabbos is Malchus there's a whole sefer called Shabbos Malkusa by Shalom before they started putting out from his from his uh, tapes, there were two svarim that they had: Sharm and Shabbos Malchus were there. He's more, it's more open within pnimi satyre. It's less hidden than in the other svarim. So he was a person that learned Kabbalah and learned the svarim. Shabbos Malchus, uh, two thirds of the is explaining this inion of Shabbos with Malchus, and it's very very Kedai if it's possible to, to to learn it and to chavrusa and to try. Shabbos Malchus uh, is is. Um, is really explaining step by step the Indian, of, the Indian of Malchus and Shabbos here the Rebbe just starts us off but if you want to if you want to really really understand it in Chazal and properly and in Halacha what means Malchus and Shabbos then the Sefer is a small Sefer it's a small Sefer it's a little Sefer you can, you can learn it relatively quickly it's not, it's, not, it's not very hard it's not so long but it's very very special Shabbos Malchus the whole Indian of Malchus is Shabbos what's Malchus? Shabbos is called Malchus. Shabbat Malchusa. Malchus, of course, is the feminine. Malchus is Knesset Yisrael. Malchus is Shabbos. Malchus is the Aish Hashael. When we greet the Kala Shabbos Malchus, it's both. It's the Jewish people. It's the Jewish people and it's and it's Shabbos. I mentioned two weeks ago that There were a few shiurim That I gave a couple of years ago On Shabbos And I think just about All of those shiurim Are about this Indian of Malchus also. In order to help you understand A little bit According to your level This inyan. Obviously this is Very deeply rooted In Kabbalah Another important sefer to learn that that will open this entire world of Shabbos and Malchus up to each and every one of us is the Sidur Shal Shabbos of the of the Holy Bermaim Chaim. The sefer Sidur Shal Shabbos. It's a half a from beginning to end. We know that the Bermaim Chaim was was kula Shabbos the whole this whole week his whole life was Shabbos. So he was the first. This was the first sefer that we have. The sefer that was written just about Shabbos. Even though when you look, when you begin, it doesn't sound like it's just talking about Shabbos. But everything's leading up. The whole thing is just to help understand. It's all divided into, into candles, into the neighbors of Shabbos, into Shabbos, all Shabbos. And it's and it's also not very hard. The Ber Chaim I mean, obviously, it can be understood on different levels. But Bermaim Chaim wrote the Seder Shabbos as a primer for Shemesh Shabbos Jews. And and everyone can understand the Seder Shabbos. It's an unbelievable limit If you buy They have now with the Kudus The Siddur Shabbos written Divided up according to the passages of the also They have a beautiful Two volumes Siddur Shabbos that, that came out around 10 years ago Beautiful Siddur Shabbos What a limit if you have Friday night Friday night after, after the Siddur Shabbos Or Erev Shabbos If you're Zarech To have a, a little bit of time But I don't mean like on the train Or you know like that I mean if you have You know post-Mikvah time and, and and you have a few minutes before Shabbos and Shul to come 10-15 minutes early, or or, on, or to, to, to 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 sit on a Friday night, After the Sudha with the seder Shabbos. It's, mu- it's 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 much more delicious than any 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 at The seder Shabbos, and the whole seder Shabbos is filled with Mishnayos and and, and explaining on explaining and. Uh, on, a, on a level that every one of us can understand, I mean, he begins to advocate, a little bit. In the beginning, it's not so Prussian there he talks about the meaning of Ha'ilam HaElon, on Shabbos, and the service to the the to But it's really his way is to, is to spell everything out. It's, that's why it's long. Bemam Cham is also a long cipher. He's to, the Bemam Cham says things out by riches, but but it's like a sheer you could understand it. It's not it's not like other that you have two three sentences. Bemam Shabbos he develops it. He was a big a big teacher. He was explaining it. It's, it's very, very, it's very, very Kedai. I mean, Kedai is a silly word. It's like, it's without, it's, it, it, after I learned Siddushal Shabbos, if I, I learned Siddur Shabbos I had a, years ago, I'm talking already from over 30 years ago, Chavusah, and then uh, uh, the, the, Friday night we had a Chavusah, Siddur Shabbos, uh, that I had with a very Chosheviyid, uh, and, and it, it it changed my life completely. That Shabbos is a uh, different Shabbos, Mamas are different Shabbos. You learn Siddur Shabbos especially on a Friday night So the Siddur Shabbos is completely to explain this Indian of Malchus The whole Siddur Shabbos is to explain what it means Shabbos, Kabbalah, Shabbos, Malchus We're going to begin a little bit he says Obviously in you know order to understand Shabbos since Shabbos is the same As Malchus and Knesset Israel, It's all one thing Shabbos, Knesset, Israel, Malchus So we need to understand What is that? And he his la'el He says, the Rebbe says I already explained to you before Meshukah That when someone is learning with you Explaining to you Atir Basis say From Yisra In the last Ma'am that we were learning Or you're learning one of the Swam you're learning about a very exalted Indian in one of the Svarmakadashim. Even though you intellectually, there's a way we're learning you intellectually understand this, don't think that you know the entire Indian as it is. And the whole mind we were learning. That just with the intellect alone, it's impossible to understand those things that are from beyond the world of the intellect. It has to be with the Nefesh and the shama. You can't understand it completely. Even though you read the words and it makes sense to you. So we spoke about the Barichas. There are all kinds of books that are written about about Shabbos and about spiritual things. But, and Svar that are written with all kinds of nice spiritual ideas. But, a person, but, a, but, a, but it's not a matter of the Seichel Levad. It's not just a question of, of understanding of Seichel. But there, mostly, we were focusing on what? On making a distinction between a hasoga between an understanding that is purely intellectual, that is just in the seichel, but then hasagah, hasagah, and that hasaga which is an exalted hasoga which is, which is beyond the intellect, which is something which is spiritual. That's what we were focusing on in that last maimah me of We learned that if somebody understands something only with his seichel, so he can understand the mathematical arrangement of the higher world. Meaning what was taught to us in the Kabbalah. From intellectually, an intelligent person is able to. Is able to study these things, even though it's very complicated. So, a a mind that's capable of understanding physics on a a, a deep level, it's capable of figuring out, you know, all kinds of mathematical formulas. Would certainly, that mind would certainly be able to intellectually, um, would be able to intellectually comprehend the seder of the higher, you know, spheres and how it works and the different parts of them. And it's it's complicated, but a person's mind is is certainly capable of, of 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 um, figuring out the order and understanding the Seder Mm but that's all he gets. So a person knows that there are four worlds, but generally speaking, there are four. All of reality is divided into four levels, four worlds: Atzilus, Briah, Yetzira, and Asiya. Those four worlds, and he knows and he remembers. And he can even read a couple of books that says what's going on in what's going on in silas what's going on in Briya, what's going on in Yetzirah, what's going on in Asiyah, and he can Ma'hi Briya ma'hi Yetzirah, but he doesn't. He still doesn't know what it is. Ma'hi Briya ma'hi Yetzirah. He still doesn't know what that is. The same way that you could see a person standing in front of you, and if you're and if you're a person that's talented at describing or writing, you could describe the way that person looks. And, so, and when you read the writings of, uh, uh, of, great, of great writers, of great novelists, it's, 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 it's the most amazing thing how they could take a person and describe the, describe the face. When you read something, when you, when you read from, from one, one of these people, one of them in the volume, like Hemingway or Edgar Allan Poe, these were, these were unbelievable writers. Not like the Heintegger, you know, these, these people knew how to write. I and mean, I mean, they were describing... When you, when, when, you read from, when you read from somebody I'm talking about people with name but when you read, when you read something from Thomas Hardy when you read something from Robert Browning these people when they describe the leaf he is, it can be 20 pages describing a leaf and it's magnificent like they have a gewalda to be mitzai, or something with words it's a talent to paint something with words Great writers, great speakers that can paint something in such a beautiful way. So if you had a person that was in front of you, and you, and you were able to describe the person, and let's say the person was your mother, and you were, and you were describing all the facial characteristics and stuff like this, and the, and the softness of the eyes, and the, everything you are describing, you were very, very, very good at it. Or you were a very good painter, an artist, and you were able to do such a thing. Would you say that that's, that that's your mother? It's not your mother. You'd say it has the physical likeness of your mother, or it, it, it resembles your mother. And even and even if you were to try to describe her personality and her characteristics, that's better, that's already a little bit of an of an entrance into that world of, of, of who your mother is. But but it's not possible. You can only say, listen, how can I explain to you? It's my mother, I know her, and that means a lifetime of experiences and what it, and, and and means it means the, the, the you know the tenderness of a kriyish malamita with a mother and, and a mother putting on a bandaid and a mother and a mother uh, running to, to give you your lunch in school because you you forgot to take your lunch and that's not something that's in a that's not something that's in a picture that's not something that could be written in a in, in a book it's it's part it's an experience. And all of the Rabbi farm are to help us experience Yiddishkeit, not to talk about it or to write about it. And so we we're talking to this Indian, this Sugya, but mostly that's what's going on. That people are talking about Yiddishkeit, They're writing about Yiddishkeit, and 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 and, 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 and you know, it's a whole the whole Yiddishkeit, There's Yiddishkeit online. And the Yiddish that's just being it's not being experienced. It's it's just, and and, and that's the Yiddishkeit that's cold and it's lifeless. It's, it's superficial. Even if it, even if it's even if it's a person that could explain it in a deep way, but it's not experienced. It's cold. Shabbos is cold. Learning is cold. The mitzvahs, the davening is cold. Everybody everybody writing you know fancy articles about about davening and fancy books about all kinds of things. It's not not living in such a way to have Shabbos. The same way that everybody's writing books about parenting, just to be a father and to be a mother, and they didn't have those books for our parents and grandparents. What does it mean? So, so, so what? So, the Bani Shalom, the Bani Shalom, uh, didn't give us the kaiches to be to be good parents, to be holy parents. The Bani Shalom gave us the kaiches to be good and holy parents. You don't have to have books and things on that. But, but everybody's looking for something outside, for some chab, for some chiddush, something that. Uh, that the simplest that the simplest peasant understood what it means to be a father, what it means to be a mother And how one gives to one's children And now and now you have a person that can get up and tell his kids they, you know, The kid the kid says, uh, his parents, you know, you're a big failure You failed and the, and, the, and the father says, what are you talking about? I'm the biggest bucky in parenting books I went to Barnes & Noble I, I was on Amazon online every day And I got every single book on parenting side of the geisha books inside the Jewish books I got every single book on parenting and you see I have all over the house i have I have lists you know because you know how they try to divide human beings that the, the emotions are all are all um, categories and it's part of the malakha of dissecting the emotions of a human being trying to make something which isn't scientific into a science and this person says what are you talking about I'm the biggest bucky in parenting in the world I'm, I'm, I'm a big bucky parenting and I know And I know that you're, I know that of my three children, you're a, you're a B type. And uh, your sister's a C type and and your little brother's an A type. And I, and I followed all the rules that I read in the book about A, B and C. So the kid says, yeah, but I hate your guts. (laughs) (laughs) So he looks into, he looks into the manual, looks in the index, hate, hate. He goes to get one of the books, he looks in the index under hate. So what are you going to do? It's not something that, it's it's something that, it's something that's, it's experienced or it's not experienced. And, and if those books can be helpful, I'm sure they could be, but but only when it's, only when it's something which is, I'm talking about it, when it's something which is apitair, only when it could be used in such a way where where the peri, where the person draws it into his experiences, not just that he's lecturing and thinking and talking about it and it's an union of cycle. So a person can talk about about the about the higher world, he could talk about the Ilamis, he could talk about atziles, bryat, and Asia. But Mahi Who is your mother? Mahi Yitzir never knows. We could be living in this world 30, 40, 50 years, we don't know what Shabbos is. Even though we could talk about it and we could say Shabbos this and Shabbos that, but what? Mahi Shabbos? What is Shabbos What's Shabbos? What does it mean, Shabbos? You could talk about Briya, you could talk about about, about the worlds, and you, and you, but what is it exactly? <clears throat> what is the Nishama? You could talk about the Nishama. And you say all kinds of fancy things that you read in books about the Nishama. <coughs> what is the Nishama? Did you ever meet the Nishama? What's the Nishama? Well, that, that story that, I, that, I, that I've repeated a number of times. Uh, and, and that, that uh, so sure many of you know that I that I heard from my daughter. I think I might have said a few weeks ago I don't remember about about the uh, about the poetry reciting contest you remember that, that I told us to you a few weeks ago? And I know I just like I told it last year about uh, In you know in England they, they used to like to have the, maybe they still have these poetry reciting competition things so there was a uh, so my daughter read in some book I mean, it should never happen, happened but it's a very sweet way of, of making it, uh, uh, of conveying this idea that that they had this uh, they had this poetry thing and it came down like there were thousands of people and it was the, it was the, 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 the last couple of finalists were there and and uh, the final the final poem that was assigned by the judges to read was the twenty third psalm right M Muldovanaham Mary layach, so we call it. So uh, Hashem is my shepherd, that I have everything I want, and so on and so forth, which we know we grew up with. And the list, the the guy that read it was some young English guy he was gavaldig, Givaldic, and everybody was clapping, and, he, and it was clear that he was the winner. And when, and, when, and when the clapping, when the, when it calmed down, so there was a, from the back of the auditorium there was an Altaid, you know, with a long white beard and you know, an old clothing. But then he gets up and he says in a very broken, broken English, he says, he says yeah, judges, would you allow me to try? So the English are very proper people, you understand. That's why they always sound like they're intelligent. Even though most of them are dopes, but they sound intelligent. So so they, they, they're very proper and they have a certain kind of... A, so they, so they, they didn't, you know, it's proper. The guy is an old man, so they thought it would be entertaining. It would be a nice way to end the evening by making fun of some Jew. So he goes to the, he goes to the front. He says, "Okay," and they let him go. And he starts to he starts. Everybody's like, you know, everybody's making faces and laughing. He starts after after like a, ten seconds. People like are getting very serious. And by the time he's finished, the, the whole place is crying. So after this is finished, of course they gave the prize the, the prize to the young guy, the the the, the, the British guy, and, and he comes running after the after the the Altid in the street and he says, "Rabbi, Rabbi," and he says, what is it? he says, You know, really, you deserve the prize." So the rabbi said, I wasn't in any competition So the young man said, but tell me, rabbi, why is it Why is it that when I when I finished, everybody was clapping When you finished, everybody was crying What's the difference between us? So he said, the difference is that, that I know the shepherd That's right? the difference The difference is, you were reciting a poem about a shepherd I know the shepherd That's the difference I met the shepherd, I meet him all the time I talk to him all the time I know him, we have a relationship so that's the difference. You could talk about Bri and Siri, you could talk about somebody else's mother, but when it's your mother, you don't even like other people talking about her. It makes you uncomfortable. That's what it means, a guy that keeps Shabbos. What do you have a Shabbos? What do you have a Shabbos? <coughs> How dare you? Step between the king and the queen. That's what it means. So who are you as Shabbos? What do you have? You're a nice fellow, I have no problems with you. During the six days of the week, I respect you and I, and, and, and I treat you in a dignified way. You're a of a human being. You're creating God's image. You're a good person. Shabbos, what's Shabbos? It's thinking that to have a Shabbos walk into a house, to walk a uh, guy in a house Shabbos to have a guy in shul and we're drawing around. No, I'm not talking about taking care of things. But I'm saying that, that you have. Sometimes they make these, you know, Shabbatons different things, and they're okay. What are you going to do? They're trying to be Makarif people, and you have mixed couples that are coming to the Shabbaton. And all different things. It's, it's, it's a pacha. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they asked Postcom what to do, and you have to do it. I guess, you try. whatever. I'm not, I'm not saying anything halacha, judging people, but it's, but it's, 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 it's the king and the queen's private time. That's what it means. But you have to know who the queen is, or else it doesn't bother you. And if you don't, and if you if you never met the queen, and if you never met the king, so then then if and if you're walking on Shabbos and you see Jews that are wearing yarmulkes and their shorts playing baseball, in, in Woodmere Academy, and it doesn't uh, so what? It's a day of rest. Like we start off it's a Menuchah, say Menuchah and the way that they, he wants to spend some time with the kids, so he takes his boys out and he hits a couple of fly balls, and you see his Kesabe walking with, with baseball gloves on Shabbos, walking, playing ball on Shabbos. Where does that come from? It comes from the first That's the maluch of Shabbos But if you ever met the king And if you ever met the queen Which is Knesset Sissol And Shabbos So then then It's the most obscene thing How could it be? It's the biggest design for Shabbos How could it be? A person has to ask a Am I allowed to read the New York Times on, 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 on the week either, uh, but are you allowed to read a novel on Shabbos that's a shiloh. If you're asking the Shiloh it means that you never met the Queen. If you're asking the Shiloh means you never met the Queen. It's not a Shiloh. Are you allowed to are you allowed to talk politics at the table on Shabbos you're allowed to talk about it means you didn't it means, it means that you met the Queen but you weren't impressed or you think you met the Queen. No. But but it. If, if you if, if you uh, can you imagine if a person would be in the palace of the king and the queen and say you tell us kid I'm gonna go out I'm going throw you a couple of you know, hit you a couple of fly balls over there it's uh, it's just that you don't know what it means what what malchus means and what does it mean to be a ben melech to be a bas melech with Shabbos and so you could talk about Shabbos, and then everybody goes straight from the ball game, probably, to, from the Shabbos afternoon stroll, or in the shorts and the T-shirts and, and the little baseball thing. Then they go to shul and they hear, not Shul Shuudas, that's that's really not. You could hear a lecture about Shabbos, and there's no Steira, and the person could say a Rambam's about Shabbos, but he wouldn't have enjoyed the Rambam Shabbos. That wouldn't have been fun. That you could talk about the Rambam Shabbat, About the Rambam and Shabbat, But to be with the Rambam Shabbat Would have been unbearable Guaranteed But the Rambam Shabbos Which was a, an Aishlohava Fire from the higher world Where we have not to so even talk about The Rambam Shabbos But that's how it is So the Rambam They feel the Rambam Is not threatening Most of this Because it's not threatening Because the Rambam Doesn't generally show his soul To the world right So people who are afraid of seeing anything spiritual, anything soulful, so they feel more comfortable with the Rambam because they're convinced that the Rambam was as cold as they are. God forbid. The Rambam was an it was a burning fire. But they think that the Rambam, because of the way the Rambam wrote, that he wrote in such a way, so they feel better about that. They don't like this kind of stuff. This is like, oh, it's irrational, it's crazy, you're making God into a human being, and you know, the whole stuff. The Rambam is Rambam is do this, do that, and, and and you could try to find maybe the Rambam, how can we sell this? How can we sell like that? Which I enjoy also to give good. That's our whole life. It gives her a whole life <coughs> pleasure and joy to learn the Rambam these people, they should all of them be well. They think that that's the Rambam. They think they met the Rambam. They never met the Rambam. Read the third Khalik of Marnavukan. Read the end of Marinavucham. Read the Rambam I was saying to one of the Chavayim yesterday, read the Rambam's Read the Rambam's letters. Read the Rambam's letters. there there you get a little bit a little bit of the taste of who the Rambam was from the egress that we have he gave us Taman he gave us a he gave us Tches you You read the letters of the Rambam just a little bit of a taste of the Rambam what what, what we see in in Torah is the Rambam's Seichel is Seichel Ki. it's a godly mind and and, and without the Rambam we wouldn't wouldn't be able to find our way through anything in learning in Torah but the Rambam's heart I was talking. I, I had to speak someplace uh, at some convention a few weeks ago. So uh, it was like a rabbinical thing, which so I didn't have a choice. To, I felt that I had to go. a and it was. I felt that I had to go. My wife told me to go, and my wife told me to go, so I had to go. So I, I went. And I said. I, I said one of the things I said there. I was supposed to talk about spirituality in the shul, you know, and all this stuff. Because they wanted to make that the theme or something, <coughs> so they want you know there should be Ma'ar So I said, I'm the Ma'ar Mokum, <laughs> the So I, the, the the um, so I, I, I I said there what I once told you in shul. Um, I said, maybe I said it recently about how it was once zaykli with my I was sitting together with Rav Soloveitchik of the. Dr. Tversky, show him the the Talmud Rebbe from Boston. <coughs> he knew Rambam. What he knew Rambam, but he was a, he was a Chassidish Rebbe and he had that fire in his heart, you know. <coughs> so he told me. I, I, I think I might have mentioned this recently. He told me about how about how one Samuel, you know, the Rebbe used to summers in Boston. They used to go to learn with him. And people who were zarichah to have that was a very special time Because it was a smaller chavr and it was more intimate It was a big schuss for people And it was already Elul In August it was already Elul And, and one day the Rabbi Yoshebek came in with the lakutei from the al Rebbe From Balatanya. And he wanted to start for the rest of for the rest of month To learn lakutei from the al Rebbe. My mom, like we're learning on Monday mornings He wanted to learn For the Jerusalem of the Alter Rabbi, The Jerusalem of Rosh Hashanah He wanted to learn the Jewish and the Rosh Hashanah So the the told me me that the Rav tried it for a few days and and he saw that the guys were not they weren't like interested and he wrote a letter Rabbi Tversky told me that he had a letter from the Rav where the Rav wrote in a very very bitter way all they want is Soloveitchik's mind, they don't care about Soloveitchik's heart and I asked the rabbis who were all students, who call themselves students of the Rav, how many of you even own a Lukutai Torah? How many of you ever looked in your life in a Lukutai Torah? I said, you know, the Rav has beautiful, beautiful things. There's very little from the Rav. And everybody knows that he was very careful, and he had very little. And even the little that's in print, he, he, most of it he probably didn't even want to be printed. But what we have in print is a I said, you know, at some point, Rabbi, you have intelligent Baalabatim. They're starting to read, you know, and that's it for all your Droshis. You know that. Because there's very little in writing, so you could say a couple of beautiful things from the rav, and then hope that some of the island you know, moves on to another shul and, and try to get recycle the rav's things. But after a while, you know, it, it, it's a problem, no? I said, you know that he, you all like to say about how the rav's rebbe was a labavitchul and he was in Chayde, right? And how it had an influence on him. Everyone, everybody knows it. And I, I, would like to, I, I'd like you to raise your hands and tell me if you've ever once in your life looked into the svarm that changed your rebbe's life. And it influenced his writings in such a way That anybody that ever learned the Chabad Svarim When you read Rabbi Yosheber's things You see that it's all Chabad Except he, oh, he knew how to explain it Boy, did he know how to explain it But it's all Chabad So I would think that if you want Rabbi Soloveitchik's heart That every one of you would be on your Shabbos table. Would be a look at the Torah and Torah, and that would it be a Tanya. I would think on every single table, I want to know if any one of you in your life looked into the safe mm-hmm. or went even to buy it, at least put it on your shelf. you Rebbe revered the Balatan. I would think that that would be something that would excite you and that you would ask if you don't know how to learn because a lot of it's very hard to, have, to ask a little to sit and learn with you somebody, help me my, rebbe, my Rebbe's entire life is drawn from the Likudah Torah from, from the, 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 the Rav who wrote about it, the Jerusalem he lived, you ask his family he lived with it, especially Rosh Hashanah Kippur on his table he didn't separate himself from Likudah Torah he lived with the Rebbe's that's how he lived that's how we, that, that was his Russian name Kippur So no it's still what happened take a, take a couple of the small books That you have from the Rav And you read these things and you, and, you, and you try to say it off And hope that nobody ensure it And You say it as some beautiful thing Because it's taki beautiful It's unbelievably beautiful And, and so That's Soloveitchik's mind That's not Soloveitchik's heart And that's what he wrote And that's, that's what he wrote To the Tunnel Tunnel told this to me I didn't hear this By cliche I heard this from the, the Rav's son-in-law That he was bitter about it that, that, that they don't understand. So then he he stopped after two days, three days. He stopped and he said, "All right." he just kept up with the. He said, not, "That's not that. They don't want that, so I'm not going to do it." But he was upset about it. So how do you explain <clears> that? There you have a, here you have a, 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 a tzaddik, an old Lithuanian Jew, who met who met who met, who met the Abanishlum, who met the shepherd, and he had he had that Rambam mind, and he had that and he had that balshant of heart. And nobody wanted the heart; they only wanted the mind. And then we talk about how to how to help spirituality in the in the uh, (laughs) How do you help spirituality in the Knesset? What are you kidding? You got to meet the shepherd. Who's ever introduced any of us to the shepherd? Bichlal. What do you think? I mean, that's not something that you you know. It's not something that's in the Jewish week. You know, are you going to meet the shepherd? That's void. That's what the, the Rebbe is saying over here. That you you might be able to talk about things, but you could talk about spirituality. And I said, I'll tell you the truth. I don't feel like talking about spirituality. We may talk about spirituality. Mahi bria, mahi mahi shabbos, mahi Ruchnius, What is it? That's not something that's a that's not something that's a book. It's not something that's that's a lecture with Maimonides. Either you live it or you don't live it. If you want it or you don't want it but but if you need someone else to lecture about spirituality, so you know there are much better lecturers than me. I'm not a lecturer on spirituality, but that's what it is <coughs> he says, it can't even be explained it can't even be explained a little bit like this a little bit like that to help open up for the students like the opening of the eye of a needle the mind and the heart that's what we spoke about in the last Mayim that we should have to try a little bit to know at least how to approach how to approach the, how to learn what kind of an, what kind of an, a, 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 of a mindset does one have when you learn one of this from, that, that was the last Mayim but on the other hand, I don't want you to think that I'm telling you something that's not found in the Swamakradesh. Everything I'm going to tell you now is is, is found in the Swamakradesh, and we on our level also are able to understand what's found in the Swamakradesh. I will continue, Mr. Semin.